0: Log Talk
1: Radio. Hi, everybody. Hello, everybody. Recruiting Animal here on February Five. 2020. Hey, I had an interesting exchange this week with a recruiting leader on Twitter, okay? I said I didn't think that the pronoun they, the pronoun they should be used to refer to a single person. You know why? Because it's plural. If you say they are hungry, it sounds like you're talking about a number of people, not just one. And if you say they is hungry, <laughs> Well, it's kind of clear, but it sounds dumb. They is hungry, yeah. Well, anyway, this guy didn't like that. He didn't like what I said, so he called me the C word in public on uh, on Twitter. He said, you're a special kind of C word, okay? I replied that if he's really so concerned about gender issues, he shouldn't use a word for a woman's genitalia as a put down no so you know what happened an hr leader got involved and he told me this word wasn't so bad where the recruiting leader comes from so i said well then i guess it would be okay if he called me some other sexual slur because if those are popular over there that's just great isn't it Anyway, you know why I'm telling you all this? Because I just want you to know that we can be rowdy here. We like a lively show, but we're not going to call you any of those names on Jerry, Jerry, what show is this? The Recruiting Animal Jerry. Thank you. And I want to thank my sponsors PC Recruiter, the ultra customizable recruiting software, Hire Tool, H I R E T U A L, the super duper sourcing tool, and HoneIt, H O N E I T, the online interview recording technology. And I wrote a little song for Jerry after I saw the Super Bowl halftime show. Uh, he's not here. <laughs> he said he was coming, but he's not here. But I'll sing the song anywhere. Don't be fooled by the money he's got. Ugh. He's still Jerry from the block. Uh-uh, I won't go on because they had you know Jennifer Lopez doing that. Anyway, the guest today is uh, an old friend, Jason Lee Barber. His Twitter uh, name is Jason Lee Barber, uh, but he's got a code name, just playing Jason Lee. I think that's an actor, isn't it? used to be popular for a while, haven't seen him. Anyway, Jason, are you here? Jason, are Keep you here? Him.
2: I'm okay. here. I'm here at all. Okay.
1: Yeah, but you know what? Jerry isn't here. I checked him, you know, I checked in with the guy this morning and, and he, he wrote me back. He said, "Of course I'm going to be there for our show." Our show. He wanted me to know it's <laughs> our show, not my show. Okay, he's not here. Last week he was here oh. for 5 minutes, okay? Disappeared. Anyway, I'm going to get right down to it. Uh, you uh, call yourself on your LinkedIn profile a business development specialist. A business development specialist. And you wrote an article. And I'm going to quote you. You said, I once interviewed with a consulting company for a position I was not qualified for. However, I aced the interview and they wanted to hire me. Why? Because I know. How the laws of persuasion work. Now, tell me, Jason, <laughs> is that? Yeah, you're laughing. That sounds like clickbait to me. Is that clickbait, or do you really know something? Shoot. Uh,
2: it's uh, mostly clickbait, but um, I do. I do know some things about business development. Um, I'm, I'm very good uh-oh. at interviewing. first I want to so. wait
1: a second. Wait a second. Are there laws of persuasion? Yes or no, or is that just as you said, yes, clickbait? Absolutely. Okay. Well, yes, tell me. Tell me. Tell me. Tell me. Let's start off with one. Uh, okay. I'm going to be easy on you. Just give me one law of persuasion to start. Uh,
2: the law of rest. Hey, can I hold property.
1: on a second? The person who's typing, take your microphone away from your keyboard. Okay? You're on a show here. Go ahead, Jason.
2: <laughs> The law of reciprocity.
1: That's so the law. You, okay.
2: you re- yeah, yeah, the law of reciprocity. Um, okay. You, when you give something, when you give something away to somebody, when you expect nothing in return, uh, people uh-huh. feel obligated to get like to do something for you. So right. if I ship, so in business development, if I get a gift basket together and I pay for some expensive chocolates, pretzels, you know. $200 gift basket, and if I send that to an executive, they will feel obligated, deep down, their human instinct is to feel obligated to pay me back in some way. They have okay. to reciprocate. So
1: let's, let's just let's turn that to you know what? Martin Snyder, the CEO, I'll, I'll do it a little ad right now of PCRecruiter.net on my Facebook group, recruitingtricks.com. He always talks about this reciprocity, and he, he gives the book by that guy, that professor with the Italian name. I can't remember it offhand.
2: Caldini? Anyway. Caldini, yeah. What's Caldini. his name?
1: Michael, Michael G. Caldini. Cox? What's that? It's
2: um, The Laws of Persuasion by Robert Caldini. Influence.
1: It's Robert influence. C. Caldini with a C. Okay, yeah, right. Yeah. Okay, the laws of, okay. Yeah. okay, thank you. MikeRecruiter.com. Psychology
2: of Persuasion.
1: Okay. Okay. So look, okay, Uh, Jason, give me an example of how reciprocity works in the recruiting business. If you're a recruiting agency and you're looking for business, you want to do business development, how do you use this law of persuasion of reciprocity? I'm not going to go out and pay $200 for some fancy fruit basket and ship it to every hiring manager I want to approach. I couldn't afford it. What's your suggestion? Be practical. Okay,
2: so so a couple of things that you can do. Um, You can now, again, some firms are going to charge for this. That's fine. I might get some firms that will beat me up over this and say I'm an idiot, but that's okay. So one thing you can do is a compensation analysis. So you could reach out to a hiring authority and say, hey, you know, I've done a compensation analysis of XYZ uh, professionals in your, you know, given, you know, business industry, and I found it quite fascinating. So I'm going to send this to you. Feel free to review it and let me know your thoughts on it. I'd like to talk with you further. And they will appreciate that. And Have they you ever done feel... that?
1: Have you ever done it? Have yes, you ever absolutely. done it?
2: Absolutely. Give me an example. A...
1: Give me an example. So, Not an XYZ example, a real-life right. example.
2: Okay, so come to find out they're kind of like a, a horrible company. So, <laughs> But uh, this former client of mine, uh, I spent probably – two hours putting together a financial report of what office and admin workers were being paid in their industry. So what I did, I put together a very simple email that outlined what compensation ranges they would pay people in accounts payable, accounts receivable. Uh, I work in the automotive industry. So you have title clerks, you have documentation specialists, people have to document car deals. So I went and I put together an entire, I mean, like I said, it probably took me, you know, 20, 30 minutes uh, to put this email together that basically outlined what I was seeing in the marketplace on what the standard hourly rate was going for all each individual office position that was uh, in their financial office. And, Hold on a second. I mean, okay, built... okay. Where'd
1: you get those figures from salary.com, payscale.com? Where'd you get nope. the figures?
2: Uh, true organic on the phone with candidates asking them roughly what their salary and pay expectations are. And when you, so that, I know that's a big debate in recruiting, like you shouldn't ask people what they make, but when you frame it like, Hey, what, you know, how much, what kind of money you're looking for, people will automatically tell me how much they're making. And so I derive those numbers from uh, just my interviews, my screening and uh, candidates that I've talked to in the marketplace.
1: Okay, so these are the kind of people you actually wanted to place with this client. And I have to note something. You said you, First you said you spent two hours putting this together. Then you said you spent 30 minutes uh, putting it together. So the original research, so maybe you meant writing the email. The original research, was that just part of your, uh, your daily work anyway, or did you do some specific research for this email?
2: Well, I, I, I probably contradicted myself. Um, I, I would say the initial email took about twenty thirty minutes of crafting the email report together. But overall, with like you said, the research, going back and checking my notes, going through old you know you know call lists to see who I talked to, I probably spent a total of a couple of hours. But okay, the email and so you, you sent 20, how, how
1: many people? How many? How many? Am how I many on? Did, yeah, you're on. You, you didn't on? show up. But, yeah, you're here, Man, but you, you didn't sure. show up. <laughs> Get, get, I was on the phone.
0: Get, Good excuse. Get to something here, man. I dial in, and the first five minutes is this long crap about a salary survey. Come on, man. I, this I is, am no, no.
1: I, I, this, is, God. this is This serious is serious development. Something you need to know about Jerry. He's telling you how Not to that, get that, business. Nothing I need to know.
0: There's nothing I need to know. Okay. i Michael G. Michael G. Cox. Nice guy, Michael G. Cox. To, but come on.
1: Oh, hold on, let's get another yeah. person's opinion. Michael G. Cox is an agency recruiter now. Is this good advice? Uh, am I wasting time like Jerry says, Michael G. Cox?
3: Ultimately, creating a salary survey and all that, it, it, it's basically just coming up with another excuse to to hit, hit them with another contact. Like, hey, I've got this salary
1: survey. Can we talk?
3: Yeah. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Is, is there anything wrong with that? He's saying that triggers – a reciprocity f- reflex. Are you saying that's not true, Michael G. Cox? Well, I, I I don't think so. I mean,
3: some of these VPs of sales that I'm talking to, their their instant response when I reach out to them and say, "Hey, would you benefit from this?" The overwhelming majority of them are saying, I, "I don't need a sales recruiter to educate me. We've got people that are dedicated to salary." studies and yeah. things like
2: that internally. Uh, they're, they're they're I mean they're just being a jerk to you. Well maybe no, hold I mean, on. Maybe
1: you're calling big companies um, on salary survey info. Who needs that? Uh, okay, I Jason, maybe
0: needs I Jason. I disagree. I disagree. I disagree.
2: I disagree. And it, I th- think that cool? I think that hiring Is he managers, saying he
0: disagrees
1: with you? Yeah, he says he's here. saying Jerry is wrong. <laughs> I want you to hear <laughs> you say that loud and clear. Jason, have, Jerry is wrong. I want to hear you say that. I, t- I have
2: <laughs> so many clients. I have when I'm on the business development trail and I'm taking a job order, I'm vetting them for a job order. I can't tell you how many times I have a prospective client tell me, "Well, you know, hey, maybe I should defer to you. I'm sure you see a lot of, you know, professionals out there and, you know, what they're making. What is a what is a reasonable comp range? I mean, what is realistic?" So how, I just I are,
0: think that's how, one of what's our the size of your actual What's the size of your average customer then? Probably smaller, smaller customers, right?
3: Who, who's this? Who's,
1: how, how, who's this uh, Jerry? Your nemesis. It's Jerry. No, no <laughs> Jerry Albright.
0: I I prefer to He's remain anonymous. <laughs> no, I mean how big is it? I, there is nobody in 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 the Fortune 500 world that's going to say, hey, I have no idea what what to pay one of these people so i'm just picturing you talking to the maybe an owner of a much smaller company which is quite possible you know somebody that employs uh, 15 okay.
2: people i shame on but i'm going to say shame, if you're trying to if okay if today if if one of our listeners is on the phone and they have this great idea like you know what i'm going to you know what i'm going to recruit to the fortune 500 industry they deserve to go out of business because i if, if you woke up today and decided, hey, you know, I've been, I've been working inside a talent, uh, talent acquisition office for a corporation, I want to go solo, and your, your first thought is to go after Fortune 1000, Fortune 500 companies, good luck. I wouldn't.
0: I wouldn't I'm not sure what that. you're they're saying. With a, well, my point being is. I'm asking, how your, big are your customers?
2: They're, they're smaller customers, small to mid sized companies.
0: Okay, well, what do you mean, like ten, fifteen people? Or I'm not disparaging you. I'm just saying I'm no, trying no, to I'm picture not. the person who doesn't yeah. know how much a, a title clerk salary ought to be. Okay, yeah. so
2: for example, for example, that customer, that customer, they yeah. probably have twenty five hundred employees.
1: Okay, like, are uh, you guys 2, finished fighting or what?
0: No, I'm just trying to understand. <laughs> What 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 hiring person doesn't doesn't know what their budget is to hire somebody?
2: But but listen and, listen. I only decided to come on the show. I wanted to be on the yeah. show so I could argue with Jerry. My only reason for coming <laughs> on cool. is to get into an argument with you. you. Gotta I'm, have goals, baby. I'm looking. That's right.
0: <laughs> well, yeah. But, but
2: sometimes. But okay, so. Should a, should a hiring executive or hiring authority know those things? You would think, but many times they question their own research. Many times they question their own data. Sometimes they may have HR telling them one thing, and, well, according to the Bureau of Labor Statistics and blah, blah, salary.com, you know, somebody should take a job at this. But in reality, when you're actually in the trenches trying to recruit this person, what you see on Internet research and what some HR – Person who just came out of the the last HR conference says is going to differ than what you actually can get somebody at right. So, I mean, I think that's a valuable. So, now, yeah. if if you're, but again, it goes back to the law of reciprocity. I'm just using that as a reciprocal. tool. Give us another example. Can you think of
1: another? Can you think of another uh. example?
2: Um. Well, I think I think uh, this is. I mean, this I, most recruiters wouldn't do this, but I've actually you can tee up a candidate to interview without a signed. You know, I, I actually placed somebody without a signed agreement, and so because they were so skeptical, they never used a headhunter before. I actually got a person into interview without a signed agreement, and they still paid my fee. So you could like tee somebody up, and they will receive, like they will feel obligated. They will feel obligated to compensate
1: you. And, so you know, hold on. Honey, walk, walk, walk me walk me through that so I know what you're talking about. The person doesn't commit to using a recruiter, but you say just take a look at my candidate anyway, and, and yep. if you like them, you know we can move forward. If not, nothing, no time loss. Is that essentially what you're saying?
2: Exactly. That's exactly what I bad did.
0: Bad call. Hands
1: <laughs> down. Bad,
0: bad, bad. Maybe – Hey, Jerry, I, I don't want somebody pay paying me because they, pay, they feel pay, they pay, a they sense of the obligation. No, yeah, the <laughs> yeah, it was kind I'd, of I'd rather. I mean, I. It's yeah, kind of nerve wracking no, to I had
2: nothing in writing. I had nothing. Hold in on, writing. hold on yeah, a yeah, sec. It yeah, sounds yeah. like somebody else is back trying to all. talk.
1: Is there somebody besides Jason and Jerry trying to say something here? It, was someone else I, trying I to get in? I was just saying it.
3: I'm sure this isn't his. Like Jason, you don't do this with all your clients. This is a one-off Absolutely.
2: example. I okay. actually did it for an experiment. I did it for an experiment. I want wanted. Matter of fact, we get signed agreements. I think we as headhunters get signed agreements for our own uh, mental safety. Like it's psychologically safe for us because so then we don't have to. It's worth it. Yeah, I mean, you just it's psychological oh. safety. But I did it just because I had the I had like the perfect candidate. I already had him in my. Uh, kind of I, I, I knew who was going to be a pinpoint exact fit for this company, and I just tried it out and man, they paid my so fee what did no you problems. do? hold so, on
1: I do, I'm just not sure what did you do did you called up the hiring manager what did you say?
2: I told them i you know hey, uh, I have this really strong uh, service manager who's ran a service department that's generated x, y, z and gross profit, and I've done research on your group, and I see that you know you uh, are competing in the same, you know, they're a direct competitor of yours, I think it'd be worth your while to sit down and talk with them at the very least, see if uh, it would make sense for you to strategically create a position for them. And then, of course, they call well, we don't really work with headhunters and, you know, paying, you know, that's just, you know, we have an internal recruiting team, blah, 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 blah. I said, hey, I totally get it. I'm not trying to replace your internal recruiting team. All I'm trying to do is I, I, I'm very well aware of your, you know, your reputation uh, in the Denver market. I know this person uh, could be a great fit for you. I think at the very least, sit down with them for 15, 20, 30 minutes and see if something can come from it. And that's what they did.
1: Let's okay, and, and and you and you don't you're not too worried about getting ripped off if they want after he told you we don't use recruiters, but then he decides he'd like to hire your candidate. You're not worried about that, right? Oh, Everybody I'm else is not seems worried
2: to. about that because the law of reciprocity. That's why. Okay. No, well, but I think can you're not I, worried can I about
3: ask? it ask because you're, you're only doing it once every now and again yeah. or once in a blue moon. I don't think C- you can, can, can I run ask
0: a business. He, I'm sorry, Jerry. I don't think you can run a business on the law of reciprocity. No. I'm sorry. There's no way. I'm not saying
1: I, you can. No, and he doesn't. I'm not
2: saying you can. I'm just
1: yes, saying you are. That's a, I'm yes, you are. <laughs> yes, you are. And I'm not agree. I'm agreeing with you. I- I'm on your side. Jason, we're going to tell you what you're
0: saying. But but let me ask though, the 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 person that interviewed your candidate, he knew that there would be a fee if they wanted to hire him, right? You didn't just say, yeah. hey, you know, if it works out, you know, break off a little something for homie. I mean, <laughs> he he knew that there was a fee and what that fee would be, and he took that into consideration, right? It wasn't yeah. just.
3: The law of reciprocity and kumbaya. No, you you already before you sent that candidate over, you had already discussed if this works out. I think you're going to be on the hook for at least a you know a 10k 20k fee here.
2: No, I did not. I did not. After, no way. After he interviewed him, so, he so called me up after and said, hey, he, what's this going to look like? How do you Hold know on. He's, he's
1: going to finish the story. Up. He's going to finish the story. Jason, so what <laughs> happened after the interview? What happened after the
2: interview? After the interview, then we started talking, hey, man, how's this fee going to work? How much is this going to cost? Because I knew he loved him. He loved
0: the guy. I was like, all right. All right. And I so, broke it down. So what, what discounted fee did you offer?
2: I didn't offer any discounted fee. <laughs> He paid me, I think on that one, I made $26,000. He paid me twenty-six grand. I mean, it's... Okay. I mean, so, it's, essentially,
1: uh, essentially you, were, you were just marketing the most valuable candidate with, without uh, making the, the client commit to paying a fee before you send, send him out. Essentially, that's what you did. Exactly. Okay? Exactly. Okay. I want to do an ad. Can we all just
0: as a group, though, agree that that is not industry best practices, slash fully ill advised <laughs> and the road yeah. the road to ruin ninety five percent of the time.
3: No, I am not so sure
0: you're <laughs> right,
1: Jerry. I- I'm gonna go with maybe Jason not, on
3: maybe
0: this. Not, maybe not ruin, so you're also going to agree to this. not even not even talking about what the fee is before they get together, Animal? Are you also uh, if agreeing it, with if that? it works, if it so, works you should be barred no. from your position. <laughs> you should be banned banned from your
3: role we need a sanction thing here
0: sometimes that's you need to trick
3: the
1: most ridiculous thing i've seen and i've seen okay. a lot i'm going to do a few i'm going to do a few ads okay before we move on to the next uh, next uh, I, I hope dish. For your sponsors haven't haven't listened to what you just endorsed? Okay. Oh wait a second, Jerry, you were too busy Mouth to come fever. last week. One of the sponsors was Jeez. on the show, and he had a hold on. He had a payment plan that I would have just loved you to hear about, and I'll bring it up in a minute. So my okay. sponsors are not in your camp. Okay, get that straight. <laughs> Let me do an ad right. before we move on to that. Okay. Don't make me start. Hey everybody, coffee. I want to tell you about my three sponsors. Higher Tool, H-I-R e-t-u-a-l the super duper sourcing tool you know there's a lot of good sourcing tools but whenever there's a discussion about it on one of the facebook groups for recruiters everybody raves about fire tool dot com. go check it out they've got a free chrome extension to help you get contact information see if you like that Honeit, dot com is the online recor- interview recording technology. It records the interviews, creates little clips you can send to the hiring manager, and gives you a full searchable transcript as well. And finally, PCRecruiter.net, the ultra-customizable recruiting software. If you're a recruiter of any sort, they love you. PCRecruiter.net. Okay, you know what Nick said, Nick Livingston from Hone said last week, Jerry. Yeah, Michael G Cox, you you, you help me with this if I if I uh, don't remember correctly. He said he builds he builds Okay, he, he places the candidate and then he bills the client in a quarter in quarters of the fee. He charges a quarter on the start date, I think, a quarter after 3 months another quarter after six months, and another quarter after uh, nine months, or, or else he drags it out for a year. Uh, but the person, and so he takes responsibility for the retention of the candidate that, uh, that way as well. And I said, if only Jerry was here to comment. Uh, do you think that's ridiculous or a reasonable approach, which I, I considered it reasonable. Jerry, it's in your camp. I will
0: say since none of my customers would even suggest that, I'm uh-huh. certainly not going to suggest it, so it's never come uh-huh. up, and I, you know, I, I probably wouldn't
1: do it anyway. Uh uh-huh. But you're not going to say it's I crazy because I that... didn't suggest it. You're because I didn't bring it up. <laughs> you're not going to say it's crazy. No, Is that I, right?
0: I I I think it's uh it's not the best way to go. I
1: don't know if it's crazy, oh, okay. but no, well, it's well, not. It's not. You optimum. don't hesitate to say but that usually.
0: Potentially... Then. It, I, I was. I'm just still thinking about Jason's story of of the of um, uh, the guy that he didn't even mention the fee. I used to work with yeah. a guy. This is this is back in the '80s when a lot of a lot of uh, a lot of guys would spend their afternoons uh, at the uh, you know country club or at the bar talking about sales. Well, every once in a while, we would run into a guy that he knew, and he'd say, "Hey, Larry." I really want you to meet a friend of mine, you know, Danny. I, I'm gonna have him come over. You'll, you'll you'll love him. He's a great guy. Well, every once in a while, that would turn into hires, and he would send an invoice, and these people would flip out. They're yeah. like, what? What? Are you, you you send somebody over here to have a cup of coffee with me, and now I owe you seventeen thousand bucks. You out of your mind? That that's what I'm reminded of. It's it's okay. totally uh, ill advised.
1: Uh huh. Mm. Jason, Jason now, Lee
2: Barlow.
0: Now, I
2: think. Now, I don't think let, Jason did let that. Let me address that. Jerry, Jerry, let me address that because you're absolutely right. You know, you, the bait and switch and kind of backdoor. I just want you to know that I okay. explicitly talk fees with any potential customer, right? Now, on this one, I just happened to do, hey, let's meet. And then we had to talk about the fee before he decided to hire him. He knew explicitly what the fee was going to be. Okay. And so, cause I agree with you there, you know, you don't want to, I mean, cause you're not going to get anywhere. If you're, if you're trying to, you know, you keep things material, like, Oh mm-hmm. no, just talk to them. And we'll discuss the fee after. I totally get that. You don't want to pander. Oh, okay. You don't want to, you don't want to be, I get all that. Cause nice. I, I, I talk about, cause I know I do a lot of business development and soon enough when I'm sitting down with a potential client or when I'm talking to them on the phone, I always bring up the fee. I always bring up what my percentages. I tell them, Hey, in my, in my world, uh, headhunting isn't really prominent. They don't, I mean, the, the, the idea is very And yeah. The automotive business people are very much like, you know, the general managers that run uh, these different automotive groups. They kind of do their own networking.
1: Uh,
2: you know what? So, this so is sounding
1: process. a lot, a, more and more, not like reciprocity. This sounds like a regular send out for, you know, marketing a best candidate. A, a, a sounds case. more yeah, and more like, like I win. Like
2: reciprocity. Yeah, but the reciprocity piece was, uh-huh. hey, it's, it's like what's in it for me, what's in it for you, right? I mean we're just wired like that as humans. So I'm saying, hey, okay, you don't, you don't, tr- you don't trust that I can bring talent to the table because you don't know me from Adam. I totally get that. What I'm saying is, hey, don't judge me based upon a 10-minute phone conversation and you blocking me out because you hear fees in the $20,000, dollars range. I'm not asking you that. What I'm saying is, hey, sit down with this person, talk to them, see if you think they're a fit. And, then let's, let's get serious. And by reciprocating that in exchange, I'm, I've preemptively recruited a high-caliber person already. already ha, I'm already in network with this person, okay? And I know you can benefit from having this person on your team. That is where the reciprocation comes in place, okay? That sounds all right. Okay. I'll,
0: I'll say, hey, every once in a while, you know, try something new. So what? Absolutely. Yeah, check it out. Absolutely. I mean, and our, fee- I our fees fair. are absurd. Let's face it. I mean, our <laughs> fees are ridiculous.
3: So, so every hey, once in a while... Hey, uh, uh, Animal, can you edit that out, please?
0: Tell yourself, well, what? I wouldn't pay it
3: either.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? But
3: you know what? Luckily, the
0: last guy what? did and the next lady will.
2: Mute! But you, know, <laughs> you know, our fees are... But you know what? Our fees are that way because of the opportunity cost And the stupidity and the ridiculousness of the process, right? Because we create the process so long, because so many people, so many hiring authorities are undecided, because they shoot themselves in the foot, we have to charge those types of fees because of the amount of bull crap and the amount of wheel spinning we have to go through. Right? Yeah. If it was very simple, yeah. like, hey, Jerry, hey, Jerry, you're my trusted recruiting partner. I want you to find me these four people, get them in, make sure they, we got to make sure they can do the job, and boom, you're paid. Yeah. You could probably, you could probably, 500 bucks a piece or whatever, because it's consistent. <laughs> Five or 600 or, bucks,
0: or, I mean, bam.
2: I think that <laughs> has
3: to do with the amount of The reason the fees are ridiculous
0: is because we have to, we have to, of the battle that we have to face to get it all done. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Can you imagine, like, if you were it. like a hairdresser and the whole time you had to wrestle the guy down and have somebody else <laughs> hold his shoulders in place so you can do that? It'd be like $300 for a haircut. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of like what this <laughs> is.
1: Michael G. Cox <laughs> wants to say something. Michael G. Cox at com wants to say something. Go ahead. No, I, I
3: was just saying that I think part of the reason why these fees are the way they are. Uh, is because of the amount of pain that you're that you're alleviating uh, in the services that you're providing uh, if if i wasn't uh, alleviating any of that pain there really wouldn't be a reason for uh, okay. That's, that's so vague. Yeah. Deep. Okay. Who
1: can argue with that? V- <laughs> but you're, he, not, you're not really Sounds like a new that
0: recruiter that just came out of the, just came out of the yeah, uh, uh, seminar.
2: <laughs> you know what, actually, you know, okay. So let me address. So first off, you're, you're being very, Michael, you're being very astute and, and want to sound like you're trying to help your client. I get that. But reality though, in reality, this is a probability game. Okay. If clients, Actually, if, if these hiring authorities would actually spend the time to find people on their own, they don't have time to source and find people on their own. And then they may have internal HR people who are doing it for them, but they're overextended because they're actually not hunting for talent. They're actually you know, cattle calling talent and making sure they're following a bunch of laws and rules. So, so I get all that. But the reality is the, the, the reason our fees are as such and we alleviate a, a you know, quote-unquote pain for them is because of the you know more of the probability. If they the this is a probability business, okay? On on the agency side. As an agent, we're in a probability business. If you get the probability Are you saying anything? This sounds up, like just no, hot right no, air. Okay, no, no,
1: I'm moving on. No, I, know, no, I can't I I I can't keep an audience like, listening is, if you're oh, just yeah. bloviating, okay? Nobody cares not, about
2: that. People, probability is important. It's important because so many new recruiters lose they they lose out in this business they become failures and give up because they don't understand the law of large numbers they don't understand probability odds and if they would just stick out the probability odds they are they will do very well in this business what are the probability, probability odds
1: what are what are let me guide you what are the probability odds that you're talking about
2: the probability of a send out turning into an offer and turning into a hire very simple. Okay, but so what, today, what, should,
3: what,
1: should the, what should the new recruiter so know about that?
3: What with, should the new
1: recruiter so know about that?
2: Pontificating, pontificating on, you know, hey, trying to find a good fit and hearing about culture and all this BS that hiring authorities and, you know, HR departments try to pinpoint the right person. When in reality, the probability that if I get a qualified person and to see a hiring authority, if I get five to seven of those a week, the probability is I'll get one offer accepted in a start date within you know two to three weeks. If you could just focus on that probability, I need to get five to seven people nose to nose with a hiring authority and you work on that you focus on that probability you'll do just fine in this business
1: and how many people how many how many people do I have to go through to get five to seven send outs?
2: Well, it just depends on how skilled you are right so the more skilled you are, you probably only need to go. Okay, let me let me to.
1: switch. Let me let me ask you some nice quickies. What kind of phone do you use? What kind of phone do you
2: use? I use a I use a Samsung 8 mobile phone.
1: Uh, okay. Uh huh. And, you and know you're know happy with, I with I it? Use? Do you want to know what yes, I, I use? Yes, sourceerkathy.com. <laughs> Kathy, go ahead.
0: I use my landline, which is a Panasonic.
1: Okay. Because my <laughs> cell phone gets zero <laughs> coverage here. Uh huh. So, yeah, well, you're uh, right next to the seal base, and yeah. you always have a lot of problems. Sorcerkathy.com. If you want to find out her profile, go there. Anybody else want to talk about the kind of phone they're on? No. No. Okay. Okay. Oh, Jerry, What's I want to
0: know. I, no secrets. I I want to know what what type of phone do you use? Galaxy S10 well, What? No S10 Edge maybe.
1: Oh. Okay, got a Galaxy. He's got a Samsung okay. as well. Okay. 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 Got it. Jason Lee Barber, what kind of computer are you using?
2: I'm using a MacBook Air 2016.
1: Okay. Anybody else want to talk about their computer? No. I okay. hate my computer. Finally. Okay. <laughs> J- J- Jason Lee Barber, what kind of coffee do you drink? Do you, you make it yourself or do you buy
2: it? I buy French roast K-cups from Amazon.
1: Okay. I, think, you. I
2: can't remember the name of the brand.
1: Straight okay, That's an important no question. Stream, no okay. That's an important question. It's an important question. My, okay. My wonderful um,
0: wife keeps me in a variety of different um, K cups. <laughs> I got Pike Place <laughs> Roast over here, Cafe Bastello. K cups aren't blend, strong
1: enough for me. K cups aren't strong wine. enough for me. Okay.
0: New Okay. Come on now. Okay. Solid.
1: Okay. Well, you, you know what? I want to co- hey, come back animal, to something animal. that you did. Jason, I just off, no, off, head, I want to talk. Yeah?
2: Real quick, animal.
1: So yeah. two years ago,
2: I got into roasting my own coffee beans. I would go oh, in really? my garage and get a heat yeah. gun, and I would roast them myself. Yeah. Total waste yeah. of time. Total waste of time.
1: <laughs> really? Everybody raves them online. That's the it's best a, coffee a, no. they say. Buy them green crap. and roast no, them oh, yourself. No, they're full
2: of crap. No, they're full of crap. It's a waste of time. Wow.
1: <laughs> There's a revelation for it's you, everybody, time. at the t- yep, twelve thirty-five mark. I mean, it's, it's delicious coffee, but like I said,
2: cheap K cut you know, forty cents a K cup. I'd rather go that route, and then I don't have to stand over uh, with a, a, a heat gun for twenty minutes and smelling burnt. Ketchup. Well, they say you can make them
1: in those air popcorn, uh, those hot air popcorn no. makers. Uh, but how much no, better is no, it than? No, How
2: much?
1: How no. much tastier is it than a K cup?
2: It's not. They're they're yes. It's not. Don't do it.
1: Okay. Unless you okay. open okay. coffee shop.
2: You open up a okay, coffee shop. Yeah, okay, yeah, we've got enough. Okay,
1: enough of the chit-chat. Now I want to get back to real questions. You yes. mentioned something a few minutes before. If uh, you said a new recruiter uh, recognizes that this is a numbers game and starts forgetting yes. about all that other crap that people talk about, uh, and you mentioned specifically yeah. culture, you mentioned culture, and I posted an no. article this week from uh, uh, Inc. or something like that, or Fast Company, by by Lars Schmidt, the famous Lars Schmidt, who worked for NPR. And he said that culture fit is over. And, you know, what I got from it, it was a fad. Everybody was talking about it. It came from the startup community. Oh, everybody's got to be the same mentality who you hire, so that way you can work well together. And now that is considered to be uh, racist or non-diverse. It's had its day. Uh, it's, it's, yeah, ages. So, you know, uh, do, you, do you ask about the, about the culture of a company? Do you, do you ask, or is it just irrelevant no, for you?
2: The, no, it's irrelevant, but they, they bring it up anyways. Like, as soon as I, okay, so as soon as I'm on, just so you know, I have a rule of thumb. If it's like some big HR leader and they start going into this culture, I get bored and I lose, I lose focus. I forget to take notes because it's so irrelevant, and, and, and they can't even quantify it. Like, they truly – and, again, I understand it's subjective and it's feel-good or whatnot. I get that certain organizations have kind of this ethos, this culture to them, and, and, but, but you can't go out and, like, oh, I think that person will be good, that person will be good. It truly is. If you can take a person, they can either flourish in an environment or they can degrade in an environment, Right. And so that really is what I want to know. Is this is your company an environment? Because I think environment's more powerful than culture. Culture is just some weird hip What does term that mean? Of, and now we're you're, talking
1: you're you're just coming some other fluffy term. What does environment no, mean?
2: is very environment and ecosystem, like that's a very real thing, right? If you're in an environment where every everybody is super competitive and it's you're as good as your last month and everybody's trying to beat everybody, well if you there are people that will flounder in that environment. They just I mean, my wife would struggle in a environment where it's you know yeah. You know flows, what? I got news for you. Line, That's
1: the culture question. You're asking them about culture with a different name <laughs> on it, okay? No,
0: it's not you got culture. A
1: slippery animal. Starting to slippery on you. <laughs> yeah, well Jerry, 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 do you ask culture questions? What? Do you ask them for culture? Jerry. Yeah, I don't think so. Ne- Do you never couldn't care
0: couldn't care less. It's not my uh-huh. not my uh, <laughs> not my forte. I introduce uh-huh. people that are qualified.
1: They yeah, sort I out. love it. I love it. Yep. Fantastic, Michael G. Cox. Your turn. You ask about culture.
3: What? No, I mean even even when I was recruiting on the inside, I, I would always ask, "What happened to the days when I worked next to a guy that was?" 20 years older than me or 20 years younger than me and everybody was okay, that didn't matter. We were focused on work.
1: Uh So no, culture
3: doesn't matter. I think it's just a way to disqualify people without really wanting to say, yeah, he's too old or something silly Mm -hmm. like that.
1: Sorcerer Kathy, you want to get in on this? SorcererKathy.com?
0: No. It's
3: okay.
1: Okay. <laughs> Good for you. Hey,
3: hey, hey everybody. I'm
1: going to do, do a few ads right now with my new method. Hey, PCRecruiter.net. Michael G. Cox, what's so special about that company, according to them? Uh, they, you, you don't have to say yeah, yourself. They're
2: configurable.
1: They are configurable. They don't impose a workflow, a workflow, a system on you. You impose it on their software and if you don't know how to configure the software they want to help you so go check them out at pcrecruiter.net, net. hire tool lcom the super duper sourcing tool if you go on facebook and you find sourcers and recruiters having a discussion about sourcing technology i guarantee they're going to be talking about HireTool, tool and lots of people lots of well-known recruiters are going to be raving about it. So go there and check it out, HireTool.com. And finally, our good friends at Honeit, H-O-N-E-I-T.com, the online interview recording technology turns your whole interview into a recording, into a re, uh, searchable transcript as well, and lets you create on-the-spot clips of the most important uh, questions. The replies to the most important questions that you can send to anybody in the hiring team. Back to the show. Let me see. Hey, if uh if if your candidate gets a really good uh offer, a counter offer, are you gonna try to talk her out of it? Jason Lee Barber?
2: <laughs> I think um depends on how old they are. What do you mean? So
1: I, I have this,
2: <laughs> I have this like what? theory, right? If they're like a, a millennial in their thirties, like early thirties, like I, if it, I sit, I mean, I could talk counter offer with them till I'm blue in the face, but man, they, they, there's something inside of them that just has to, they feel their worth and value because they went and uh, went on an interview and kind of was cheating on their employer And, and now they get this huge offer to stay like nine times out of 10, they stay. So like, I don't even like, if they're, if they're pretty young, they're kind of naive and they haven't been around the block and I'm just, I I don't, I don't, I do my best. I I actually would rather determine what the probability odds that they'll take one. I'd rather focus on that because there's, what am I going to do to get, I mean, it's a major life decision for them. Right. I mean, or who am I to like talk somebody out of so you, know, you don't you today. don't
1: say listen junior, you don't say listen junior you you know they didn't give you the what you need on your own. it took you the to get another offer from another company, <laughs> then they decided to give you, you a new one. title and more money. You don't use that against so You just say, okay, have a good I mean, time, I, have a good I, life. I when I
2: first got in the business, when I, in the first, when, I, when I first got in the business, I think all of us were trained to do that, right? We're all trained to hard close everybody and make everybody feel like you know shit and all that. But now <laughs> it's like, man, I, I would rather – I always trial close and say, hey, listen, you don't think this, but your boss is going to come. They're going to give you the world. They're going to do all these things for you. I mean, how do you feel about that? Because, man, the last thing I want to do is, I mean, hey, I don't want to rock the boat here. If you need to get a raise and you feel underappreciated, let's go down that path now. If they start going, oh, wow, I don't know. Wow, you're right. That's a good point. That would be a tough decision. I've already written off in my mind there's probably an 80% chance they're going to accept a counteroffer, and I go get a backup candidate. So, um, uh-huh. I, you know, I'm not going to sit here and hard-close people and mess with people's lives because of you know let's just let's let's be real we may spend you know 2 to 3 hours of our life with them when they go through this transition but they spend the rest of their life with whoever they're working for now and their family right so who do, who am I to manipulate and put some you know weird pressure on people that i mean i i really don't have skin in the game at that point
1: okay so let me ask you a question for oh wait 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 based on what you yeah, said yeah. though you if some if someone expresses a lot of doubt if they would uh accept a new offer if their current employer came back with uh, something decent, you'll still send that, that candidate out. Uh, will you tell the client, look, you know, this has got to be really good to sway this person because if they come with a counter offer, I'm pretty sure she'll take it. Uh, will, is that how you will manage that?
2: Absolutely. I still send them out because we, we haven't got a counter offer yet. So we're still dealing with, I mean, we don't, we're still dealing with hypotheticals and hypotheticals or hypotheticals. I'd rather deal in reality, but absolutely. I would still send them out.
1: Okay. Anybody anybody else wants in on that? Anybody want to challenge him? Okay. 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 Uh, you know, uh, uh, how to build trust. It, this Kathy Jaeger or Jager, I don't know how to say her last name. She's a recruiter at, at Walmart. And she said, people prefer to make a career move with someone they trust. Now you just said we spend, you know, three hours with somebody, okay. Uh how, how do you uh is it possible to really get them to trust you? Do you agree no. with her that
2: we're go ahead and really believe we're we're a means to an end. Okay? So let, let so we're I wouldn't say a necessary evil, but it's like we it's a it's a truly a it is a mutually beneficial relationship, right? It's hey, you're you're looking to advance your career. You're looking to get the you know you're looking to get the ABC, and I think there's an opportunity here to help you get the ABC. Okay, but at the end of the day, it's very straightforward. I, we're not going to sit here and talk, and I, that's fine. Mm-hmm. I'll talk with some candidates about their family and their you know their vacation, and all that, and and I'll be friendly and and relationship building. And all those mm-hmm. things are important, but at the end of the day, as soon as they've gotten from you what they need, they're done with you. Like truly. It's like none okay. of my clients, and we, we don't sit here and talk about, you know. Now, they, what they trust though, what they trust is on the cl- candidate side is this guy wasting my time or is this gal wasting my time and presenting opportunities that are completely either below my pay grade or below mm-hmm. my, uh, you know, skill level or are they just out of left field? So that's the trust issue. And then from the client side, it's like, does, can, can Jason Barber deliver? I mean, can this guy find me people who can make a difference in my business? That's where the
1: trust. Okay. Other than that. So hold I on a second. When people, Let, let me it. stop you. I like what you're saying, okay? I find this very interesting. Yeah. But when these people are saying in every article, oh, recruiting is a relationship game. <laughs> uh, you don't want to be transactional. You, you say that's garbage. You, you accept yeah. the fact that you are transactional. You're not marrying the person. You don't want them to consider right. you their brother. Am I right?
2: Amen. Absolutely. Okay. Abs- especially on the candidate side, you would literally – you would become a therapist. If, I mean you, would, you wouldn't have time in the day to build all these relationships and have these strong relationships with candidates. I mean you would never sleep. You would constantly be stressed out and worried about all their different financial situations, whose mom has cancer. I mean those are all horrible things. We don't, I mean, no, that's BS, man. They're, that, that's just goody two-shoe feel-good stuff about, I mean, I, I no, no. They, okay. And, and yeah. candidates aren't looking for that in a recruiter. They're not, they're looking, okay, I'm trying to get from point A to point B. Okay, is this, is this person going to help me get from point A to point B? Great. Same thing on the client side. All right, I'm just trying to get from point A to point B. And we just grease the wheels, man.
1: Okay, love it. Okay, I like that. Anybody who disagrees with them is, is, you know, I'm sure tons of people are if they were actually listening. Uh, But uh, they're welcome to get involved. Uh, Let me see uh, what else I wanted to talk about. Oh, yeah, somebody put a question on uh, my Facebook group. Jerry, do you want to tell everybody about your Facebook group? I'll give you a chance to plug right now. Jerry, you still with us?
0: No, because it's a pretty exclusive closed group for recruits.
1: <laughs> <who have laughs> Not just
0: anybody has let in. It's a very hands-on, what's going on at my desk kind of a kind of a group, and it, it's yeah. getting too big right now. It's, there's too much advice. Well, well, funny, many, you're always many trying many to put ads on
1: my this. Facebook group about your <laughs> Facebook done. group.
0: I only ask okay, a people online?
1: on your group. Yeah. Okay. Jerry's group for everybody It's called Recruiters Who Actually Make Placements. It's very good. Okay? That's a great group. Mine is called Recruiters Online. You can find it at recruitingtricks.com. Anyway, on recruitingtricks.com, uh, a.k.a. Recruiters Online, uh, a woman put up a note. She said, Look, we've got a recruiter on our team, and uh, he was talking to a candidate, and she started telling him all about her family, her kids, her husband, how she's married, and and he took notes and put them into the uh, into our ATS, our applicant tracking system. <laughs> now I'm worried that we've got this information that's illegal to ask, okay? So if if they start telling ta- you, told me you don't care about that anyway, right? So yeah. if they start yeah. talking to you about that stuff, do you say, "Hold hold on, this is not stuff you're supposed to tell me?" Do you do you interrupt them no. or, or do you mm-hmm.
2: No, I don't interrupt okay. them, but first off, who trained that recruiter <laughs> to put those notes in man? Sounds like, you know, sounds like this rec- I bet you that recruiter was like drilled in. you better update if you don't update that ATS, you're fired. You're going to be looking for another job. So that's probably why they did all that. They're freaking
0: out thinking, oh, man, I better add all this in so I don't get Animal. in trouble for not updating the ATS. Animal, are yep. you saying that you would tell somebody to stop telling you about themselves? <laughs> well, if it's illegal. It's not illegal. No. It's not illegal. It's illegal to discriminate and make hiring decisions. Yes based on stuff like that it's not illegal to talk to somebody and have them say yeah yep. you know my kids are out of the house okay. so i'm thinking so, about a new job you you would probably say hey
1: don't tell me about any of
0: that <laughs> <laughs> you probably well would. jerry
1: jerry if then yeah. you turn down the if the candidate is rejected and and complains yeah. to the government agency that's responsible and they say i want to see your notes on this candidate on your applicant tracking system well all this information is there, and they right. can claim that that's why, that's why you turned the person yeah. down. It's not and true you at all, but have, you,
3: you, have you should have a good reason there. to turn somebody down. Right. You have to
0: ask the same question of every candidate, which they can no. look at as
3: well. Yes, you do. No. Or no, OCP. Oh, no. You do. You, hmm. you can have conversations with people. True. Well, and it, it's and I illegal. It's it. That. Absolutely,
0: but I wouldn't. I wouldn't put it in my notes. Well, certainly yeah. you don't put that in your notes because it has nothing to do, to do a with third-party agency, right. don't you? Do, do you know why yeah, companies pay agencies? Maybe. Maybe you why? don't. Why? Why? <laughs> why? Tell us. I. I guess I better not let the cat out of the bag. <laughs> <laughs> do you think, Kathy? Do you really think that we agencies are sitting here asking every person the same question and only those questions, and cat- capturing all of that data and putting it into a OFCCP searchable system? Well, <laughs> you know, if you were ever audited, Jerry, it could be an issue. It could. <laughs> be on, on. You'll, need to, you'll need to look me up in Cuba. Yeah. <laughs> no, you know, the chances of, I've worked I, I, I for, I've worked for large companies my whole career. I mean, national, yeah, com- yeah. international companies. So they're the ones that yeah, are really being scrutinized.
3: So yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah.
0: I agree. Well, okay. I well, hold on. Let, me, let me let me ask a related radical. question.
1: Jason Lee Barber. Jason yeah. Lee Barber. If you have JLB. I'm basing this, I read an article. I read an article in the Harvard uh, Business Review. If you have a high powered oh, executive candidate and uh you got a good job for her but it involves Relo and she says, you know, my husband would not tolerate that, would you ask to speak to her husband?
2: Yes. I've done that before.
1: You can you tell the story?
2: I've talked to spouses. Yeah, so about a year ago I had to it was the flip though, I had the husband I was recruiting and the wife that I had to talk that I had to, you know, kinda of rope into it.
0: So uh, we call that I had, person the little misses in the agency business. <laughs> 1983 calling. Yeah,
2: absolutely. You try to talk to the spouse because you know whether it's, whether it's the wife or the husband. Uh, absolutely, I would talk little to the sure
1: people.
2: Tell us illegal, the story. So. You
1: said you've got an example. Tell the real story. Yeah, That's well, what I'm always so wanting to I, know. I, real
2: fact. But I missed out on a placement. I missed out on a placement because the wife had four dogs, five dogs, and where they would be moving, we could not, uh, real estate was very scarce. It was a booming oil town. So real, real estate was very scarce. And I'm like, I've had like 10 conversations with her figuring out a way to get their dogs kenneled somehow to get, you know, get her to move. And they decided, he decided not to take the job because his wife's dogs wouldn't have Resources available to them in the town that they were moving to, Mm
1: -hmm. and
2: that's when I realized just how fragile my job is. Okay, and
0: that's why you get the high speed. Yeah, that was the real reason. That was that was she was clinging to that for her pseudo legit reason for not even wanting to move. She didn't want to (laughs) move. Yeah, so there's all
2: right. So there's there's the good reason and then the real reason, right?
0: So like.
2: For instance, I talked to a guy yesterday. The good reason was his wife is pregnant, which I totally documented that in all my paperwork for audit. So if I get audited <laughs> yeah. later, they'll see all that. Yeah. So that his wife is pregnant, <laughs> and he doesn't want to deal with an insurance change, like his health insurance change. But that was the good reason. there's Sometimes we never know the real reason, right? So the good reason was her dogs, Her five large dogs—they weren't going to be able to get them into real estate that was comfortable for them, and and they couldn't find kenneling services. Blah blah blah. So that was the good reason. But the real reason is really hard to get to as a as a headhunter. I I don't think we you know are able to get to those. Yeah. Well, why why
1: why would the guy if the if, if the guy had an issue with health insurance and his wife is pregnant? I mean, he knows that from the start. Why would he even get involved in the process? What was what was because going I'm, on there?
2: because I'm, I'm really good at getting people involved in the process
1: and why would you did you think well, <laughs> once he gets the offer, you're going to change his mind you're going to get you handle that issue well because you weren't able to in the end
2: right no i oh I mean I totally ruled him out after i mean after he got so I kind of this is kind of my testing ground, right I try to get you on the hook so when I you know I'm trying to recruit you, you know get you talking about you know hey are you open to at least talking blah blah blah. And then what I do is put together, you know, get your resume, blah, 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 get all that going. And then I always let it rest for like I, I do one to two days where they get like a simmering down period because I want to make sure that, hey, have they thought this through? Is this something they're Are they willing to go in or are they actually willing to go the process? And sure mm-hmm. enough, every time I try calling them back, and they start giving me this nonsense about, nonsense ah, about, oh, I would go talk to them about this and this. I know that they're not real players, and then I just move on. So I did that with him. So I was like, hey, man, you know, so okay.
1: I think a lot of people, I think a lot of people would not have sent him out to begin with. Anybody want to agree with me on that before we put that one to rest? I, you know, I send them ahead.
0: all out. I send them everyone, everyone.
2: Okay. That's all. Why well, is that? I,
0: Why is that? I just do. If somebody says they want interview, then I let them. That's you know, not my call. Sometimes people need more information. Yeah. You can't close something and that you are not that you don't get on the road. Uh-huh. Send them all. But, but, are you, Adam, but, are you telling me that you've legitimately taken a qualified person who said they want interview and you yourself have decided, nope, nope, no interview for you, no soup for you? You don't do that. We don't do that. Of them, of do. You can you stop <laughs> it with a <the> stupid <laughs> question. No, well, careful, Hold on a
1: second. We, I we think can... some, some some recruiters would say, look, I'm not going to waste my client's time with someone who's not likely to, uh, to turn into a placement. I myself am disposed to go with you and Jason. Just get them out there talking to each other. You never know if they're going to fall in love with each other. And work things Find a way to work things out I mean, but I don't know th- This was a very concrete thing About the, the, health insurance And letting the dogs go in a field So, you you, you know, before you move Yeah, <laughs> uh, no. yeah. okay i got to do my he final ads
0: Yeah I'm going like, to the ad I, I, I don't want to hear it Goodbye, everybody
1: Bye, Jer <laughs> <laughs> Bye, Jer <laughs> HireTool, H-I-R-E-T-U-A-L, the super-duper sourcing tool, PCRecruiter.net. Martin Snyder, the CEO, calls them the Swiss army knife of recruiting software, which means they are flexible. They've got tools for every kind of recruiting and every aspect of the recruiting process. You set it up the way you want. And hone it, Honeit, com the online interview recording technology. It divides your it, – it, it records everything, turns it into a transcript, and also lets you on the spot create important clips. I want to thank Recruiter MikeRecruiter.com, JerryTheRecruiter.com, and our, our guest today. I, I thought you did a great job, uh, Jason Lee Barber. Jason thank Lee Barber at do you have a, do you have a website or just uh, the Twitter is at Jason Lee Barber You'll come on again sometime, we'll have another argument, okay? Thank you <laughs> oh,
3: on this show. If you want to Goodbye. take it personal, feel free. i you on.
0: I will take you on. We're not
2: even right. talking I
3: about you me. at all. We're talking about animals. So if you want to take it personal, feel
0: free.
2: I'm not even person hey.